Howdy, friends. It's Greg Milby, and this is the Lyrics and Laughs podcast, a podcast produced almost weekly where we study, discuss, and analyze the lyrics of great country music in a feeble attempt to convert our non-country music-loving friend Kenny into a believer. We might have a few other random topics and stories along the way, too. In this episode, we spotlight Toby Keith and his number one, his first number one hit, Should Have Been a Cowboy. And now it's episode number 26 of the Lyrics and Laughs podcast. I have the cast of characters all accounted for tonight. Dr. Chuckles, Joe Bennett. We're back, baby. We're here in the flesh. Right across from me, as always now, he is Captain Poetry, Eric Clemens. The house is smelling good again. Greg's house? The house we're in? No, 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 my house. Really? Remember the watermelon thing? No. Oh. R- remind me. I'll tell the story. Okay. I love those smell of watermelons. Oh, not this one. Anymore. Normal watermelons. Probably. Somebody mentioned that to me the other day. They said, that the song you guys did, The Race Is On. There's a whole lot of about watermelons in this. <laughs> said, yeah. And the guy we do the show for, I guess we'll put another carrot in front of him to see if he bites. He is not a fan, Kenny Rambo. No, you get it all wrong i love watermelons I, i'm a fan okay. <laughs> i think we That's should we're gonna start cut, with we're gonna the spli- pre-show meeting we're gonna splice that audio right there right there. no i'm a fan and then we'll put that at the end and then we'll be done yeah, yeah. It's okay over. oh thank you get my wednesdays back <laughs> so we had that pre-show meeting and you let us know that uh, you have a current earworm <sighs> see i can't believe you went there but it's a pre-show I, meeting you brought it up in a pre-show meeting and can't Right, but you you had left the pre-show meeting, and I told the guys I I really kind of grappled with whether or not even to admit it to the three of you today. Well, you did, so there we are. Kenny thought I'm in a safe space. I'm just in a safe space. <laughs> thought this was thought we were in the trust tree. Yeah, I don't I don't have any explanation for this. I I have dug deep into my subconscious to try to figure out if I like was in a store and this was playing or. Like someone had their window down in traffic and costed me or, or yeah, if it's just baked somewhere deep, deep in. But I woke up this morning and as I'm getting ready for work, I, I realize that I am catching bits of a Randy Travis song. You guys verified that for me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to love you forever. Forever and ever. Amen. Yeah. Song. That was in. So when I couldn't figure out what was going on. I decided to ask my wife if the three of you had put her up to like softly playing country music in the middle of the night while I sleep. And you guys seem to be really disappointed that you hadn't come up with that. Yeah, so that would have been, been genius. There if we has did. to be another explanation. It, it just sounds like it, it's starting to, the seed's been planted. I'm not happy about it. We're watering it each week and it's starting to yeah. grow. Because I, I feel like my exposure to that song was probably from working with my, gra- my granddad, my dad, and my uncles. Uh, they were in the construction business growing up, and I, I don't know what the timing of that song would have been, but I feel certain I probably heard it like playing out of the the you know portable radio that sat in the floor of a construction site no covered in that song, drywall yeah. mud and dust, yeah. and it's probably why I'm not in the family business. Why uh, all the contractors just sobbed <laughs> and hugged. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like we need to do that song soon. Oh, yeah. Oh man, we've not done a Randy Travis song. Oh man, big Randy Travis guy, and that's right here. that's that's a good one. I promise that will not convert me. Well, I mean, it's, we'll see. But we'll see. You're Challenge singing accepted. it and not knowing what you're singing, so we probably need to try to educate you mm. on the song itself. I used to. <laughs> you mentioned playing the song while you were sleeping. Um, when my brother, he used to sleep, or uh, uh, he would used he talked in his sleep, and I, <laughs> I used to try to tell him stuff while he was doing that. To, to mess with his dreams. I don't know if it ever worked, but I, I did that a lot. Oh my God. <clears throat> that, that could explain some things. <laughs> I broke his brain, I guess. Oh, that does explain some things. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I feel bad now. You know me always staying on topic. Um, Sebastian Stut- Stutner, a German pro surfer, rode a wave over 115 feet tall in Nazir, Nazir, I think, Portugal. And I am watching this video. I thought it was fake. I watched it earlier today. That Are look, you it, kidding me? That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know wow. waves got that big, especially that close to land. That's what I thought. That's why I that thought it was crazy. fake, but it is not. I mean, I'm that I'm kind of speechless, honestly. <laughs> wow, look wow. at that. It just popped up on my Twitter feed. It's like a day old, but holy goodness. 
again, professional podcasting. <laughs> yeah, done right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Where else are you going to get country yeah. music, watermelons? There's a podcasting surfing. award uh, out there, but I don't think we're we won at, it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, yeah this is wrong. this is the acceptance episode, guys. Yeah. We were going to wait a little longer, but yeah, congratulations. Oh, yeah. we get a ribbon. So I want a ribbon. You get Diet Coke. You're not going to tell everybody about your wonderful gift you have well, waiting so, for you in the studio? So I don't know if, if Greg's feeling bad about the watermelon or feeling bad that At this he point, lied no. to me um, and said, I always have Diet Coke on ice. And every time I come here, he never has Diet Coke on ice. But sitting before me, uh, I thought it was a death threat because it looks like an urn. Uh, <laughs> I had to know what was in it. I opened it up and it's got two Diet Cokes in it and they're cold and they're on ice. For the record, if you invite Eric over and something looks like an urn, he's going to open, open it. Yeah. Open it. And if I spill it on your carpet, well, that's on you for having an yeah. urn that close to me. Well, I, I knew for a fact that you would open it before I even had to show it to you. Doesn't that make you want to sit things like this around with things that... <laughs> Are they flat? No. We, hang on. I need to get I'll a be picture. the judge. Yeah. I need to get a picture of that. Open that up for me. <laughs> There we go. So people can, so the people can know. I forgot to, I forgot to post on our Instagram feed last week. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> That's not flat. Delicious. I was going to say. Delicious. I already had a Coke open, but um, you can never have too many Diet Cokes open, I always say. Well, like, I mean, you have a Coke Zero. There's a difference between that thing. and Diet Coke. A Coca-Cola. <clears throat> that's, how, that's how they say it in Australia. Coca-Cola. <laughs> Put another shrimp on the barbie eh, and open a Coca-Cola. I'm waiting for it to convert to foghorn langhorn. It always gets there. <laughs> so stupid. It's all immaturely. Well, I do declare. <laughs> you got a, a Coca-Cola. So I am excited about our song tonight because it is uh, Toby Keith. Should have been a cowboy. Huge hit. Massive hit. His uh, first single. And his first number one single, too, uh, did really well with that. He basically did what we did with our podcast. You know, we debuted with Riley Green, uh, Gr- Wish Grandpa's Never Died, and it was just like, to the top. You know, he same did. thing for uh, basically us and, and that song are the same. That's what I'm trying to say. 1993, the song came out. And he's had uh, 20 number one hits since then, 40 million albums. Matter of fact, you had mentioned too, and I'd, I'd saw the stat that that song had, was played three million times in the '90s to make it the most played country song of the '90s. Yep. Okay, it's a good fact. song. But Toby's a great songwriter. I don't know if you guys knew that he he writes most of his stuff. So he wrote this. He wrote this. Okay. And that's the way to be, man. Write your song, and then you perform it, and it goes to number one. That's all right. Yeah. We'll get into how much money Toby Keith is worth here in a little bit. Oh, you looked that up. I was uh, going to look that up. I didn't. He is. Let's just, we'll just talk about it. I'll go down to it. He, this guy is worth some serious cash. Um, big, big philanthropist. I want to guess. I haven't looked this up. Okay. Like you guess while I find, cause I had it pulled up <clears> and now I've got to go back to it. So you guess I've got, um, I've got a little inside track on Toby Keith. I can tell that story in a minute, but um, whoa, that's, that's the Diet Coke. <laughs> the Diet Coke come up as a talk there. Man, that was, that was as clear as a bell. That, I didn't uh, realize we were going to have a special guest for tonight's that podcast. Was that, that, was not, that was not a burp. That was, um, uh, what is that called when you're, when, when the gas has come up? Burp? Is a it what burp. it's called? I think it's called oh. a burp. Oh, okay. Maybe it was a burp. Um, <clears throat> throat burp? I don't know. I'm going to say Toby Keith is worth. Three hundred and fifty million. Okay, I'm gonna go two hundred and ninety-seven point three million. Mm. No, I'm gonna go two hundred and fourteen million. Just you know, for dramatic. How much did you say? Sorry, two hundred fourteen million. <laughs> one dollar, Bob. One dollar. <laughs> three hundred and fifty million. So, as of this is as of November 9th, twenty eighteen. Toby Keith has an estimated net worth of five hundred million dollars. Yeah. Well, that, that was Prekovid, so two ninety-seven point three yeah. today's dollars. This guy has—he opened the Toby Keith's I Love This Bar and Grill, which they've got restaurants all over. I think he doesn't own the new restaurants, though. Um, he has uh, a, his own cl- l- line of clothing. Um, 
He has a, a new drink named Wild Shot. Um, at one point, it says here that uh, he was making more money per year than Jay-Z and Beyonce. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> he has written at least one number number one country single over the past 20 years. Uh, owns his own record label. Now, not all his then, obviously. Uh, I like he's he's writing for other performers. No, I Mostly think he writes, writes his own stuff. Oh, okay. That's it. Okay. Um, yeah. So, earning $65 million in the past 12 months, which surpasses the earnings of even more well-known musicians as Jay-Z and Beyonce. Like, this guy is so, impressive. The record label, is it Big Dog? Uh, show dog show dog yeah because yeah. he there was a there was a controversy with him and a record label and so he just kind of said all right i think he walked away it might have been dreamworks i think so and yep. and started his own label he was one of those guys that could just walk away start his own label and he was able to fund it right away and it's weird to me he seems like kind of outside of the the country establishment in a way. Like when you think of country, I think of like, you know, Garth Brooks and, and, and George Strait and Alan Jackson. And he just seemed outside of that for some reason. I don't know why that is. Maybe it's just in my head, but he's just who he is. Well, I remember there for a while, he had that huge feud with the Dixie chicks. <laughs> That's oh, right. yeah. I mean, they were knocked down drag out. Yep. Over all that. And what, he refused to even say her name. That had to at do all. something with like Georgia W or something during that time. Wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I think uh, one of his concerts, he put uh, Natalie Maines from the Dixie Chicks arm in arm with Saddam Hussein on the back drop. Wow. Well, she had said first that his song, um, courtesy of, courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue, she said at a concert that this makes us look ignorant as Americans, and that was part of when she said the thing about George W and that's when everyone burned all their Dixie chick stuff. Yeah. Chicks, the chicks now the chicks. the chicks now. Um, so yeah, they, they had a bit of a, uh, <laughs> bit of a feud there for a while. Yeah, She had a tattoo that supposedly kind of a derogatory thing toward towards Toby Keith, but her rep says that never, or no, it was the tattoo. It was a t-shirt. Uh, and it, everybody knows it was geared towards Toby Keith, but, course the reps like oh no it stands for this so but anyway uh, and then he I, I think still today he doesn't if people talk about it, he will not say her name at all he does not mention i mean Eric, eric's pretty close to that with greg honestly with the watermelon incident who oh, the guy right here don't, <laughs> don't, spe- don't speak his name sorry please. sorry that's what i don't get i mean i get the flack for this and you're the one that kept a watermelon for a week I mean, who doesn't open a gift that's given to them? I don't know if you saw my shirt, but it says you can take this watermelon and shove it. Now, that has nothing to do with Greg and what he can do with the watermelon he gave me. I was going to ask about that, but yeah. I, I talked to your rep. They said didn't have anything to yeah. do with Greg. It just means, I mean, like from a meme? Yeah, it just means I really like watermelon. I just want to just shove a bunch in my mouth. Okay. That's how I like to Okay. Not geared toward Greg. Nope. Yeah. Okay. No. Greg, you Got should it. not take that personally. But then on the back, it says where the sun don't shine. So you can take this watermelon and shove it back where the sun don't shine. And then it says, comma, Greg Milby. No, well, you don't mention his name. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. So for about a week, <laughs> I might have lost sleep and really was concerned. But then I've grown out of that. It says, comma, Greg Grillby. That's what it says. <laughs> Everyone knows who we're talking about. He's like Voldemort. Yeah, that's right. We do not, we do not speak his name. Uh, so I, uh, when I lived in Lexington, um, had this... Uh, place I rented for a little while and the neighbors um, came over one day. He was like, Hey, you know, we travel about four days a week. Um, I'll have my truck and trailer here and it's long. Obviously can't fit in the driveway. The house is real close together. He was like, do you mind if it takes up, you know, if it sits in front of, in front of my house, in your house, I won't block your driveway, but it kind of fits perfectly at my property line. And then back up here, I was like, no man, that's cool. <clears throat> Never thought anything about it. Next week, he shows up, and he has this super, super nice, like F450 Platinum Edition, big truck, and the fanciest horse trailer I've ever seen in my life. I was like, wow, that's a, that's a pretty nice rig you got there. He's like, oh, yeah, thanks. I said, what what do you do? I'm, I'm Obviously, are you, you, you have a farm, or what's the deal? He said, no, we, uh, uh, we transport horses. We get them. Every week here in uh, Lexington, and we take them out to Oklahoma, and then we we bring some horses back and 
take them for the cell or whatever and all that. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. A couple weeks later, like they're gone four days. They're always back through for three. And I said, who, uh, do you just haul for whoever? And he was like, no, no, we work for Toby Keith. So he, uh, um, I guess apparently Toby Keith has several ranches mm-hmm. in the uh, greater Oklahoma area, and they would buy horses every week and fill this huge trailer full in Lexington, which no telling what they were spending on these horses, and take them out to the ranches, and then they would sometimes come back empty, sometimes bring others back. And um, he uh, He's the big horse guy. He is a horse racing fan. Yeah, he made some Spend the derby quite a bit. We are, at, we are in the – why are we in the podcasting game? We've got to get in the horse racing game. We don't know down. anything about horses. Oh, that's that, that's well, a prerequisite. And you have to feed characters. Them. I didn't know this. Oh, I think that's what got us. Based we, on we couldn't settle on a name. Oh. Based well, on in the name. office the last week when I walk in and you're like pick a number, and and that's what you put money on the horse because I just said pick a number. <laughs> that is true. And was that one of your only winners for the day? Uh. Yeah, <laughs> but also the horse he picked had three fifths odds. No, <laughs> so uh, if you placed a two dollar bet on it, you won two dollars in a nickel. I just picked a number though, so technically you were a winner. I, I guess that's true. So, uh, Toby Keith, big Oklahoma Sooner fan, huge Oklahoma Sooner fan, <clears throat> and if you're in the Kentucky area, which by the way, last stats eighteen countries. Ooh, look out. That we're in. Oh, my God. 35 states. <clears throat> look at us. Now, if you're in the state of Kentucky listening to this, uh, there was a radio guy, to- uh, Coyote Calhoun. Him oh. And, him and, him and uh, Toby Keith are good buddies. They're both Oklahoma Sooner fans. Well, Toby, huge Oklahoma guy. For a few years, this song here, Should Have Been a Cowboy, was played at the end of every Oklahoma State game. They were the Cowboys, right? They were the Cowboys. And they played it over and over and over as people left the stadium. And it became something that uh, some of the fans really, after a while, started thinking way too much about it. And they decided that they no longer wanted the song to be played. And they really petitioned and pushed this because they didn't want Toby Keith making any money off of it because he was probably (laughs) going to donate some of that money to the rival Oklahoma. Although that is pretty funny. Like if you're an Oklahoma State fan and you're playing this song and this guy who's a Sooner fan is saying, I should have been a cowboy. That's kind of funny. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. I think I would have continued to play it. Well, you only play it if you win, though, because then you're basically chanting right. the right. opponents. Yeah. Well, you should have been a cowboy. But, I mean, imagine getting to do that after a win over the Sooners. That'd be all right. Yeah, that's poetic justice right there. Yeah. I think they stopped doing that, though, years ago, but Honestly, it was quite a few years they did it. If you lived in Oklahoma... No offense to offense, I guess. If you lived in Oklahoma, you'd want to be a Sooner fan, right? Yeah, for sure. It's like living in Kentucky and choosing to be a Louisville fan. Yeah, kind Same of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's the lesser. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Greg, thoughts? I don't know. I like the Oklahoma State Cowboys uh, footballs. Um, I like his mullet. <laughs> What's his? Man? I, I'm it- forty. <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> Uh, Gundy, Grundy, yeah, Grundy, like Grundy, Grundy yeah. yeah. We got to uh, to do the new recruit tour of uh, University of Nebraska Stadium, which is top notch, and uh, we got to go in Larry the Cable Guy's suite. <laughs> nice. Not not anything related to that, but uh, thinking about it, and that made me laugh. <laughs> I don't know. Name Larry dropper. Did. What Larry the Cable Guy and <laughs> Toby Keys got to be what two degrees of separation? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's two. So, <laughs> no. I'm sure Larry the Cable Guy has done a done a few Toby Keith uh, parody stuff. So okay. for, for this song, this is probably I would say my top Toby Keith song. Uh, he he yeah. has one song that I just loathe, and it's the one. It's the same guy, and we'll get. I'm actually I'm going to save that. I'm going to save it for okay. when we get to this particular song. Um. But what's the song I hate? Actually, don't say it. It's like the earworm. It's going to get stuck in my head. Good as I once was. No. Um, I can't even think of the song. Want to talk about you? Oh, my gosh. That song. I knew that was going to be it. (laughs) I want to talk about me. Want to talk about number one. Oh, my. We can't do that, can we? So I'm I'm guessing since you select most of our songs, that will not be on lyrics and laughs. uh, No, but there is a song 
that is connected to that song that we will do for sure. Okay. Man, yeah. there's a teaser for yep. people that actually know what we're talking that's about. That's got to be that's got to be a special episode though. Okay. And Toby yeah. Keith is as I mentioned earlier is a great songwriter and he had a guy has a guy in his band. His lead guitar player is Scotty Emmerich. Scotty in Toby's band, co-writer of a lot of these big hits for Toby and other artists. Scotty actually wrote for other artists. So I think one of the deals was he got a record deal out of writing one of those songs, released a couple of singles and didn't do as well, went back to being Toby's lead guitar player because he made more money writing songs with Toby than he did on his own. Nice. I would much rather have the behind the scenes gig and make all the monies. Songwriters make a lot of money. That's mailbox money. Yeah. You don't have to go out and perform if you didn't want to. Yeah. I'll take that. All right, so uh, we're 20 minutes into it. Do we want to uh, actually get into some lyrics? That's usually, Maybe. When, that's usually when we do it now. Okay. All right. All right, Kenny. And now, a reading. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> On cue. I know. That's not like a frog. i got to quit drinking carbonated beverages before I come out and do this. I bet you never heard old Marshall Dillon say, Miss Kitty, have you ever thought of running away, settling down, would you marry me if I asked you twice and begged you pretty please? She, she'd have, she'd have said yes in a New York minute. That's hard to say. She'd have said yes in a New York minute. She never tied the knot. His heart wasn't in it. He stole a kiss as he rode away. He never hung his hat up at Kitty's place. Kenny, do you know the reference for this? The reference <clears throat> the, of Marshall Dillon. No. And Kitty. No. I'm sorry. I do That's not. part of the problem. Eric? Yeah, I, anybody? 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 Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I'm going to say it now. Which is... If I say it, I'm going to get an old joke. Which, if we made it over 20 minutes, it's fine. I like watching Gunsmoke now. Go well, ahead. You watched it. When it was a radio program, oh, <laughs> listen stop. to it when you're a radio program. <laughs> well, that's just mean. It was when it was in black and white on TV. Gunsmoke it, is always in black and white. It's it actually it did start as a radio program, transitioned into a television show, and was one of the longest running television. It was the longest running television show at that time. Uh, 20, 20 years. It's a great show. I uh, love it. I love watching those old westerns. So Gunsmoke is is extremely famous. I have some I have some facts about Gunsmoke for you. Okay. You ready for this? Let's do it. So the guy that plays um, uh, Marshall Dillon, he... Oh, <laughs> just, it's just going to keep... I need to back the microphone away, apparently. <laughs> no, don't back it away, because I've got to work. Maybe I'll start adding dings. We'll, count, we'll start counting them. <laughs> so hold on. There's one. There's two. There's three. Okay. We'll keep count. All right. Maybe they're go. done. Um, Kelsey Grammer, who played Frazier, yep, he ended up tying the 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 mark for the pe- person that played the same character, and then right because Mar- Frazier was Cheers, Cheers, and then later and the spinoff Frazier, okay, and then Mariska Hargitay uh, ended up surpassing that mark for um, Law and Order SVU. Benson, um, is that her name on the, mm-hmm. on the show? I think I think that's right. Here's a fun fact: never seen an episode of Law and Order. Of and any dun, form? Dun, dun. I've never seen a full episode. Really? I, I think that's pretty impressive on my part. It is impressive. Hmm. Or yeah. CSI. Either one. What about Criminal Minds? I have watched Criminal Minds, but I had to stop because it was getting in my head. NCIS? Oh, got real dark. Any of those. No, none of them. any of them. Okay. A full episode. We're watching Criminal Minds now. It's mm-hmm. like a family thing. I don't know why. I don't know how quit. it happened. Yep. It is dark. I had to quit it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was getting in my head a little bit. That's where I was having dreams and... You know, I was having a criminal mind. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, well, think about Marshall Dillon and Miss Kitty. Miss Kitty ran a, a saloon that had a brothel. Mm-hmm. And she was in with the Marshall. Pretty sweet gig on her part. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, underneath his nose, running a brothel. And he didn't say anything. What if he's getting kickbacks? Could have been. I don't know. Now Kenny's like, should have been a oh, cowboy. Yeah. He's like, what channel is this on? <laughs> it's out there. You can watch it, Kenny. I expect so. I don't know that I will. <laughs> but it's kind of sad, you know, like the, the the way they always portray cowboys in these things. It's like they, you know, fast. He doesn't want to settle down. 
Cowboy's life is always on the move, right? And it's always that way. We've started watching Yellowstone, which is uh, Kevin Costner's. Uh, Eric, I know you've watched it. Yep. Um, man, what a show! I, it, it, listen, I'm a, if, if if you tell me it's a western and it's got Kevin Costner, I'm probably going to be in. You had me. You had me there. Um, are you are you through with season three yet? I'm into season three. Oh, no spoil. No, I'm no not going to spoil it to anybody. But I just I was just curious no. to see where you're at. We're, 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 Yellowstone, we're, Greg. Uh, I actually had it up earlier oh. and l- watched a little bit of the preview, and I was thinking about starting it because I need a series on my own because the family has a series. Jennifer and I has a series. I got to have one of my own because I can't keep up with their schedule. I don't have you, watch have you thought about a job? <laughs> well, why do you think I need a series of my own? Because I can't watch the series that they do because I actually work. Oh, I don't have time for that many series. You're on season three. You're already past season three, you just said. No, I'm done with it, but that was my series. Now I'm done. Now I have Big Brother. That's it. That's it. And it's nighttime. What about all the NBA games? No. I mean, I watch them sometimes, but now your face is red. (laughs) Because I'm ticked off. (laughs) (laughs) The guy that employs me is right here. Kenny, maybe you should do something about that performance of Al or something. Well, I don't know. that's funny you bring that up because that's coming up. <laughs> I think that's this week. It's actually tomorrow. Kenny, <laughs> Kenny, are you a fan of Greg yet? Now I see why we had to do the podcast a night early. <laughs> are you a country up. music fan? Yes, I am. We're done. Greg's fired. <laughs> well, you know, the, the straw that kind of broke the camel's back was when we got the expense report with his Netflix and Hulu subscription. That seemed <laughs> Little, I mean, a little he's, awkward. He's, oh, it's research. Yeah, so. part part of his eval is going to be like, um, well, I'm kind of needing that Amazon Prime account, brother. So <laughs> need to lock that down. I didn't put that one on there. That's right. Good point. <laughs> All right. So you want to read some more? I would love to. Should have been a cowboy. Should have learned to rope and ride. Wearing my six shooter, riding my pony on a cattle drive. Stealing the young girls' hearts, just like Gene and Roy, singing those campfire songs. Whoa, I should have been a cowboy. All right, let's see if let's see if Kenny knows Gene and Roy. Oh, oh, you you got to know this. Yeah, obviously, Gene Simmons. Okay, and, and Roy, Roy Horn. Horn. Okay, of Kiss and Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people didn't know that that's how Toby Keith envisioned that song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it feels different. So you, <laughs> now you get it. Now you want to be a cowboy, don't well, you? Give me that lyric again. Stealing the young girl's hearts, just like Gene and Roy. Okay. So. No no reference point. I mean, Roy Rogers. Yes. Okay. Um, and I don't know any famous cowboys named Gene. Gene Oh, archery. Gene Archer. Gene Archer. Three yeah. 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 yeah, you're right on. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's him. So, yeah, I, I think Gene Simmons was a, a ladies' man, right? Gene Archery, the singing oh, cowboy. Okay. Gene, Gene Simmons. Okay, so Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Gene, Gene Simmons. Autry. He uh, he also was a co. I'm familiar with the Kiss the Angels, the baseball team of Gene Autry. Was. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yep. Also, the ladies' man, Roy Horn. <laughs> <laughs> the original Tiger King. Yes. The original yes. Tiger King. That's oh. where it all started. <laughs> he should have, speaking of six shooters, wearing my six shooter, he should have worn a six shooter. Maybe things would have gone, <clears throat> gone better. Sure. Well, does that count as a burp? I'm going to guess. No, that was that was fl- uh, phlegm. Phlegm. <laughs> okay. Phlegm. 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 I still have the allergies. I mean, seriously, two weeks ago, I wake up and my right eye feels like it's going to explode. And I like didn't know COVID melon. did that to your eye. <laughs> Which if you've seen Eric's eyes, that's saying something. Yes. Because his eyes are always looking like they're about <laughs> to explode. He's almost like one of those cartoon characters, it you know, is. where they, they draw their eyes real large. Yeah. <laughs> or their eyes are like they see they, they see the pretty girl walk by and they yeah. <laughs> I was uh we, we were on the pier um down in uh, Florida. And uh, the character artist, he was like, "Yeah, hey, can I draw you? Can I draw?" You? 
Yeah, I went past. And he said, oh, "Pass." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be able to. <laughs> this canvas isn't big enough for these can't, eyes. Can't do that. So, <laughs> when you were a kid, Greg, um, of course, you know you grew up and with horses and whatnot. You know, only um, did you want to be a cowboy when you were a child? No, never wanted to be a cowboy. Hmm. Want to be a firefighter and a radio guy. There you go. All right. Kenny, what about you? Yeah, I don't think I had aspirations of being a cowboy. What'd you want to be? Man. Um, An accountant. No, no. But I mean, interestingly, like I, even as a kid, I wanted to, to be in business. Like I watched my grandfather do that and was kind of like, that'd be kind of cool. I want to be so. a media marketing mogul. Yeah. Mm. Actually interestingly enough a little ahead of my time i was like you know someday i want to be on a podcast they didn't wow. exist when i was a kid but, but you were thinking ahead. that was the visionary part wow. <laughs> that's forward right there eric did you want to be a cowboy well why not sure okay I, I give me like, a rope i feel like the plays on this song like the chorus this, this had to be the anthem of every like 4-h camp and ffa camp anywhere right like it's that, so perfect it was an anthem. And apparently he wrote this song in like no time. That's how it seems all the big hits are like, yeah, I wrote this on a barf bag or I wrote it on a napkin. And he was, they were, they were out hunting, I think either in Dodge city, Kansas or near Dodge city, Kansas, which is famous for like, you know, wider spent some time there. Um, and that, that's a cowboy. That is a cow. Okay. That is a cowboy. And he, they, they went, they were hunting and this. One of the guys went up to this girl and he was in his, Camo, camo and he was gonna show him her move his moves and she said no and then they came back and they were you know giving him the business razzing him and stuff and they were like you should have been a cowboy and he heard that he was like went back wrote this song and basically made his life off this song we're, we're getting some calls and, and text and tweets joe everybody wants to know did mm-hmm. you want to be a cowboy uh yeah I watched City Slickers as a kid. Remember that? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, that, is that the same? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I wanted to I wanted to go on a week like a dude ranch, you know, yeah. and have that experience. That's pretty practical. Yeah, but I didn't want I don't think I'm I'm not cut out for that life. No. No, I'm I'm yeah. you've seen these hands. They're very soft. You know, I'm meant for like sitting. Um a yeah, lot of they that they kind of lose me at rope. Whoa. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Do you I, know I don't know how to tie a knot. Oh, I'm not what? very good at it. Yeah. I can tie my shoe, but yeah. that's about the only You've knot. You've never driven a tractor and you know how to tie a knot. I grew up on a farm and never have driven a tractor. I wear a lot of slip-ons. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Home Depot over the weekend and I heard ching, 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 ching. And there was a lady in there with spurs on her boots. Oh. See, that's cool. I wouldn't look her in the eye because I knew she could take me. Yeah. I think it's so cool. I wish I was better at that stuff. Um, I think it, who's, who's could you do the cosplay? Oh, for sure. Okay, oh, so you I could would pull off cosplay to do that. Okay, yeah, chaps well, only. I'm only I mean, wearing come chaps. On. You're, the 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 one guy I know that has a costume closet yeah. in his house. Yeah, fair I would enough. Be all into that. But there are some there are some cultures like that that like the cosplay. It's more than just a costume. It's like a yeah motorcycle. Yeah, like it's yeah. just you know it's a whole like a lifestyle. fashion lifestyle. So. So I don't know, like, I mean, pulling that off is beyond the costume closet, I think. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm a bigger commitment. I'm definitely down for that. I think, actually, the Eric and Joe show this year, um, because of everything going on, we're going to have a, a, a movie, uh, sketch movie, and it's going to premiere at, at the local theater here in town. Was, were we, were well, we well, announcing well, that this week? It, is, is that? I don't know. Is that, that's like, we just. Kind of breaking news there. We just there. broke a yeah. story. But there you go. Yeah, we, you're hearing it here first, so tune in. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what we do. We'll just put it on social media, listen to the lyrics and laugh podcast yeah, to first, find out special you, information. You've got to go to like the 33 minute mark. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, it should be like 35 because he likes to do his dog and pony show at the Watch beginning. Watch to the end. <laughs> yeah. But, but Eric and I were discussing what we want to wear to the premiere. And we both agreed we're wearing cowboy hats to this. Yeah. And, and I don't know what else. That may be it. But for sure, cowboy. Well, and and so you guys may be kind of trailblazing a, a new fashion vibe. Maybe it's like it's COVID cowboy. So it's mm. cowboy hat and a mask 
Yeah, you got With the rhinestones. Yeah. Okay. The do rag already. Okay. Tie that around. So, do you guys go. have cowboy Answer. hats? Are you I going do. to the premiere or you do? about to hold yeah. up the theater? Yeah. <laughs> I do have a cowboy okay. hat. But it, it, is I'm it gonna shaped? Get, I'm going to get a new one for this. Okay. Is it shaped? Yes. No. Okay. It's actually my grandfather's okay. cowboy hat. Yep. I've got a George Strait. I'm embarrassed at how much I spent on it. It stays in my truck and I wear it often because, and I get made fun of. But I'll be out on the farm working, and there is nothing that keeps you cooler on a hot day than a cowboy hat. Maybe if you're going to be out in the middle of the sun, throw your hat on, and, I mean, sweat and everything else, but it may, they absorb the sweat and kind of disperses it. It's not all dripping down in your face. They do. They keep you very I mean, cool. I've always wanted to be able to, to do the cowboy hat thing. I remember when I first got my start in radio, country radio, I thought you had to have cowboy boots and a cowboy hat. So I went and bought the cowboy boots. They were on. They were spot on. The cowboy hat, not so much. Because I didn't get it shaped right. <laughs> so is it like sitting on your head like a yarmulke? It, it was It was interesting. <laughs> it was... Does this cowboy hat make me look fat? <laughs> no, your face does. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it was different. We'll just leave it at that. Oh, I'm not wearing a cowboy hat since. I don't think. I don't know that I, I, I haven't looked at myself in the mirror with a cowboy hat on, but I'm sure I look ridiculous. But well, and for well, for country singers now, you know, back in the day, it felt like if you were a country music star, you had to have a cowboy hat. But now that's kind of shifted, where it's if you have a cowboy hat, it's almost uh, it's it's unique. A lot of guys have the just a, a normal baseball cap now, like what you would see guys actually wearing probably around a farm these days with a mesh back. Yeah. I'm yeah, not a, a I'm not back. a, I'm not a huge fan of current country music. You're not, you're not. A oh, oh, well, we got another oh, one. We oh, got another. There we go. We're not a gurgle. Crap. I, I think Greg once again, set me up. He's got these diet Cokes here. They got extra fizz. He probably shook them. Just like he shook that watermelon before he gave it when to him. When he me. opened it, he said they were flat. If Eric's stomach and now explodes it's got tonight, extra fizz. It's because there was no fizz to come out of him because you had in, you had infused the fizz within the coke so that it would come out once it was inside my body. I'm going to infuse your nose with my fist here. You're, in a you're good at making things infuse once they're inside of something, and then just making all these noise. I wonder if I wonder if the watermelon made a noise when it, it, it probably sounded like a shotgun blast <laughs> as it, as it spilt its rotting guts throughout my house. Have we told that story before? Hold on. I, I, if you just want to stop right here, I'll go back and just pull up an old audio and just run it again. So you can save your breath and your burps. Well, where's the fun in that? <laughs> I, I, are you a, are you are you a good shot like skeet shooting and stuff like that? I'm a pretty good shot. I know Eric is. I've I've gone skeet shooting with Eric. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I am not. I am embarrassingly bad. Really, really bad. I don't think. I think the last time we went, maybe I hit one. It's my bachelor party was the last. Well, no, we've been since then. I think it was your bachelor party. You guys are totally, totally different level than me. If your bachelor party was like, hey, guys, let's go skeet shooting. I mean, That's a fun. totally different level. And I didn't miss a single one. Oh, I missed them all but one. Um, we we shot, didn't we shoot down at Mark's farm? Mark's family's farm. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's when our friend Todd shot himself Some in the, the face. face. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Forgot about that. <clears throat> but we, we, uh, I'm good at like, like with pistols. You know, mm -hmm. handguns. I'm good at that kind of target shooting, but the with with the shotguns and and uh, I can't do that. I'm not good. Kenny, have you have you been skeet shooting? I, I have actually. Um, I used to work for a retailer, and we had a sporting goods department section, and um, they like reps would. I, I, just real quick, I'm sorry, Kenny. I, I should have like asked that in a different way. Are you good at ah skeet 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 <laughs> shooting? Sorry. That's a, that's a big my bad on that. <laughs> ah, skeet, skeet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, so vendors would come, and we would we would go shoot skeet to test product, ammunition. I, like, I, yeah, fun afternoon, but not anything that, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've never been one of the, Now, we shoot. Um, 
Okay, I have BB guns, and I bought them from the uh, Academy Sports, which, by the way, Academy, we, we'll take you as a sponsor if you want. Yeah, yeah, we will. My wife sent me to get our son's shoes, and somehow we came home with <laughs> BB guns, too, <laughs> and lots of targets and extra BBs. That's you know what's good fun? I got a talking to over that one. <laughs> Upgrade them to a twenty-two, because twenty-two you can get a case of hundred for five bucks or whatever, super cheap. Have a little more oomph to them, and uh, super fun just to set up little targets and shoot with a twenty-two. You can get a little further than a BB gun, but and hang on. Yeah. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> oh, I thought we were getting a no, there. man, I didn't count. I have my hand on the ding. Well, should we should we move on? I don't know. We could talk about BB guns more. Okay. You'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> Might have had a sidekick with a funny name. Couldn't say that today. No. Could not write no. that lyric today. No, that did so, not age well. All right. Go on. That lyric did? We'll explain it later, Eric. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Running wild through the hills, chasing Jesse James, ending up... On the brink of danger, riding shotgun with the Texas Rangers. Go west, young man. What? What? Why would? Uh, why would you ride shotgun, with Texas Rangers? I don't understand that. What? What? What's confusing? I mean, they're like the. I know what the Texas Rangers are. It's not a baseball are. team. It's not. It's not no. the baseball team area. No, I get it. Yeah, but I mean, he doesn't want to drive. He wants to sit in the passenger seat. Is that what is he referring he wants to? to? He wants to actually ride shotgun. He Go along with the shotgun. Him. Hang out with him. Be that's part what, of the crew. That's what original shotgun would be, right? You're in the carriage riding shotgun. That means you're holding the shotgun. Right. Hmm. You're the one shooting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Go west, young man. Haven't you been told? California's full of whiskey. You, hang on. You really I didn't know that? You, what did you think shotgun. calling shotgun came from? I get to ride up front in the passenger seat. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Why well, does not make much sense to me? What you you'd never considered the the source of that term? No. Like I I do that a lot with like yeah turn of phrase and colloquialism. Oh, yeah, like fun. where did that come from? They're turning on Eric. No, because I was too busy going shotgun sucks to suck, <laughs> and then going and uh, getting in the front seat. Did, not did your rules? Did your rules from shotgun in high school become extremely elaborate? You had to see the car. That's that's the main rule to me. Okay. Yeah. You had to be outside and you had to see the car. You couldn't call like if you were in the built like if we were in the house right now and I looked out the window and said shotgun, that does not count. Right. You had to be outside. Okay. See the car. Clear line of sight. We we ended up with rules like you know, you had to have two like because people would want to call as we were getting out. Mm. You know, for the next no, like, when we were getting back in, come on, and you know, it was like, oh, your head's got to be above the the roof of the car. You got to have two feet on the ground. Like it got pretty elaborate at times. See, that's why I don't like that rule because if you you know, I had a two door car, and if I was sitting in the back seat, shotguns got automatic. Well, and see, I think there might have been like an adjustment for that. Like okay. everybody had to be out at that point. I I don't know. It, like I said, it got really complicated for a while. Okay. And, and we all started just driving separately in like a caravan. So, well, and when Joe and I started driving 20, geez, two years ago, um, cars weren't as big as they are today. But really, I mean, there were less SUVs on the road. There were smaller cars. Calling shotgun meant something. To Joe's point, people had two-door cars and you had to drive. I was big. I was the size I am now. And I have since not fourth grade been in a lot of fights. I have fought two people after they tried to ride shotgun after I had fair and square called it. And uh, I will not give up. I will make it unbearable if uh, you do that. You had a lot of friends with a Ford Escort, didn't you? Probably. Those things were like clown cars. I mean, they were many. I, if I had to run it back, everybody would have had a Crown Victoria. <laughs> I, mean, I, yeah, I can call trunk. Doesn't matter. Sit wherever. Yeah. So spacious. That's why I drive one today. But, I'm really shocked you did not know the origin of riding shotgun. I just found that really interesting. Yeah. That's a, hmm, okay. I, you didn't finish the rest of those lyrics because I was so. Go west, young man. Haven't you been told? California's, California is full of whiskey, women, and gold. Which one gets you to go to California faster? The whiskey, the women, or the gold? Gold. Gold. And the 
gold. It's gold. Okay. Because there is a specific song that will make its appearance soon. Don't do it. That tells you. Not yet. What's the importance in California? Sleeping out all night beneath the desert stars with a dream in my eye and a prayer in my heart. Now, I've been camping a lot. Mm -hmm. I enjoy camping. I've never. That's a lie. I I have never willingly just slept out with only a sleeping bag on the ground under the stars. No, I want a tent. I want something. I agree. Yeah, I I get bit. I know I know Joe is a mutant and has never had a mosquito bite ever nope. in his life. Never. They don't one. like him. I, on the other hand, get eaten alive by mosquitoes. Yep. But it wasn't even the mosquitoes. It was more. What wild animal or snake or whatever is going to come up in the middle of the night while I'm just snoozing away? Because I sleep hard. And it's going to decide to make me lunch. Yeah. Can't they do that in a tent? Less likely. I can at least have some four. So you're worried about like raccoons and possums? No, like anything. I mean, we live in the middle of Elizabethtown. And I have a friend whose trash was just gone through by a bear. And this is... I'm not making this up. There is now a black bear in E-Town, and he just roams from neighborhood to neighborhood and eats your leftover pizza. 2020. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what in the world? You don't think the bear can get in a tent? No, but I'm going to have some warning. And why is he going to want to get in the tent? Plus, I don't know if you may have oh, heard, no. heard it from earlier. Heard it again. What, another, oh, got another. Okay. Uh, I'm a good shot, and anytime I've gone camping, I always have a gun. So at least I'm going to get woke up. And maybe it's just Greg playing a joke on me. Sorry, Greg, you just got shot. So, so speaking of camping, we've, we've gotten into the show alone, which is where they, they send these yeah. people out into the, the Arctic and different places, Vancouver Island. They drop them off. They have GoPro cameras. Like They are by themselves. They get 10 items. There was one particular season where this woman who, who was uh, – she, she didn't make it super long – but, but there was a bear outside of her, her little t- camp that she had. And it was at night. And so she got her flashlight out <laughs> and she goes, <clears throat> I see you bear. I see you. I see you. So my son and I thought that were, that was really funny. So now any t- <laughs> just, it could just be random stuff. I'll walk in and I'll go to the refrigerator and my son will go, I see you daddy trying to get in the refrigerator. I see you. it's actually really funny it's really funny (laughs) so it's become an ongoing thing for us with camping um jesse james was mentioned Uh, i used to live near jesse james birthplace in missouri really carney missouri yeah he's born in carney died in st joe missouri which is uh where andrea my wife graduated college from in st joe Uh, also home of the uh the pony express or one of the big stops on the pony express i should say in St. Joe. Little, uh-huh. little fun facts for you there. Little fun facts. Huh. It's all kinds of fun facts. Should have been a cowboy. Mm-hmm. Should have learned to rope and ride. Wearing my six-shooter, riding my pony on a cattle driver. Stealing the young girls' hearts, just like Gene and Roy. Singing those campfire songs. Let's talk about campfire songs for a minute. Should have been a cowboy. Um, what are some good campfire songs? I mean, the one that pops in my head automatically is... It's Wheels like, on the bus? Oh. No. Kumbaya. Kumbaya. Yeah. Okay. Nope. There's another <laughs> oh <my> one. <laughs> I don't even have a scoreboard now. It's nine. It was, it was going to 100 <laughs> bottles of beer on the wall. Okay. At the campfire. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't sing songs at a campfire. So I don't have a campfire song. SpongeBob literally has a campfire song. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> And and that's very interesting that SpongeBob can have a campfire. <laughs> I, I, this gets lost in translation. If you watch a lot of SpongeBob, they do several things that they shouldn't be able to do under the sea. This he questions, but no idea where Shotgun came from. <laughs> this is what keeps Eric up at night. He just is so frustrated. I don't get it. <laughs> Uh, we sang a lot of, like at church camp, I remember growing up, we'd be, you know, we'd be singing songs. I remember one time my friend, uh, Dave, um, decided he had, he brought some, some gunpowder powder to church camp. Cause why not? You know, <laughs> there was another one, by the way. <laughs> uh, and he put it in, in where he knew that the, the campfire was going to be <sighs> good thinking. Oh, and my. so we're, 
I know it's in there. I didn't say anything. I'm complicit. And they're saying, they're singing the songs. I don't remember. It's probably like, Lord, I lift your name on high or something. <laughs> they start singing and, bah, 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 boom, and it goes crazy. And then they just went on and I was dying laughing. <laughs> Thankfully no one was hurt. So yeah. last time we went camping, um, I bought a six pack of off. And uh, if you sneak an off canister in a, in a fire, <laughs> it really shakes things up. That's true. You did do that. You, that was the, also the night you shot the, the camping chair to death. I did do that as well. But in my defense, the camping chair had it coming. <laughs> Seems about right. Uh, so so it, it makes a big boom, right? But the, the funny thing is, after about 45 minutes, people forget about it. <laughs> That's why you bring a six pack of off. <laughs> hey, what's that? Throw another one in. No one's the wiser. Boom. Oh, man, it's a great joke. Greg's going to have to put a disclaimer on the beginning of this episode. Don't do this stuff at, at home or campfires. Or yeah, anything. I'm a little unnerved because I understand that like the huge wildfire that's going on in California right now was started by a, a gender reveal party. Oh, it was so. a girl. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Now, we we would take a little piece of garden hose, and I think it's a metal pipe, and you put in the fire, and it supposedly makes it turn multiple colors or something. What? Yeah. You've never heard really? of that? Oh, yeah. Wow. It, the, some of the chemicals that's in the garden hose and the pipe makes it look like a rainbow, so it changes the colors of the fireplace. Sure that wasn't the acid? I don't know. <laughs> you, you are a kid of the 70s, right? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Might have been a shotgun. I don't know. <laughs> Kidding. No one do acid or any of the other uh, things or put off in there or have, or a have gender, gender reveal, party reveal parties. Just don't have gender reveal parties. Grass fire. Just keep it to yourself. Season. It'll have you know. Yeah. People will find out eventually. It's fine. Yeah. How did how did um, how did you know what kids you were having, Greg, Kenny, whoever I'm looking <laughs> oh <my> at? God. <laughs> I didn't know whether to stand down. Like, he's just going to look at me while he talks to you. Um, so, you know, the first three, they just kind of showed up at my door, and it was kind of obvious. So Mindy has three from a previous marriage, so oh, okay. they were dead giveaways. Um, you should have had a gender reveal party for them. <laughs> so, yeah. um, oh, I'm so excited. So, but um, with our, our three younger ones, you know, we just, we had to, we kind of had to know. So um, with Cooper... Um, they wrote it down on the ultrasound and, and we filmed and opened it and read it with the, the three older kids there. And then, uh, with Sadie, um, we were really hoping for a girl to get us back in balance because, you know, after Cooper, we had three boys and one girl. So I was wearing pink to every ultrasound, every doctor's appointment. Um, Sadie loves that fact. And, and so we found out just in the office with her, but then took like, you know, baby girl gifts to the rest of the kids. Um, so no, no pyrotechnics. Mm. Um, Holland, interestingly, the last of our bunch, um, we didn't find out what she was going to be. We had it written on the ultrasound and I carried it with me for weeks in case we decided we had to know, but we made it through. And it was really a cool story. Great, uh, great nursing staff and, and a really special nurse that um, attended to Mindy um, there at what was then HMH now Baptist health Harden. Um, and her shift was wrapping up before the baby had delivered and she was off the next two days. She was like, I can't believe it's going to be two days before I find out what you guys had, you know, I was so excited to find out with you guys. So we just sent the envelope with her and she walked out and opened it and knew what we were having while we were still in labor and delivery. So wow. anyways, yeah, it's kind of hmm. cool. So we, we had that experience with the last one, not finding out, but again, no pyrotechnics and no force were harmed in the hmm. revealing of our genders. I don't know. I guess um, if you're asking me, if you can't burn down a state, then oh, what's nope, the point? Another, another one. <laughs> I mean, that is a crazy fire. Have y'all seen pictures? Yeah, of it? it's horrible. Yeah, yeah, it's awful. Yeah. Now for I mean, Gre for Greg, they didn't have ultrasounds well, back then. They did. They they etched it on a stone. Oh, sorry. They know. They they somehow know. <laughs> yeah, they would they would hit hit them mom with a rock <laughs> and it would imprint and they would sketch it on a stone and yeah. that's how that worked um i don't know if i've told this story on the podcast my father-in-law had had a vasectomy have i told this on the podcast <laughs> no these are the things we talk about off air okay <laughs> he'd had a vasectomy and they oh, another one uh it, it, 
his wife got pregnant uh, unexpectedly. It was his, um, and they 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 had an ultra. No, they didn't have an ultrasound back then. But come to find out, they have twins, and it's girls. And the last one happened to be my wife. So, yay for botched vasectomies. And uh, were her name? No, no. Uh, they got to the hospital mm-hmm. thinking they were only having. Oh, they one. Yeah. Yeah, they did not know they were having twins. Sorry, I should have made that clear. Yeah, they had no idea. Andrea was super surprised. So vasectomy. Oops, we're pregnant. Mm-hmm. And oops, there's-, there's a second one that just came out. Man, that's yeah, that's a lot to take in at once. It would be overwhelming. I would have left that room, gotten in the car, and drove to my doctor's house. With my six shooter. <laughs> and then I've been like, guess what? And then I'd burn his house to the ground. <laughs> We're having a gender reveal party at your house tonight, brother. <laughs> it was twins. Pow, pow. <laughs> mm. I don't even remember how we found out. Oh, I thought you were going to say you didn't even remember what song we were doing. <laughs> no, I know. I, I vaguely remember. It's Randy Travis. Uh, <laughs> so. how, how many kids do you have, Kenny? I mean, Greg. I have two. Two. Are they boys or girls? They're boys. Oh. Are you Are you doing this for like part I, of the I, show? I, yeah, I want everybody to know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have two boys. I, I've seen them. Right. I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, those are the two we have. It's, it's very clear that they are boys to me. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Which I'm I'm a little curious because they're both like six three and six four, and I'm not that tall. They're the mailman. So. I'm not sure. I don't know how. Maybe they're mine. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? There was another one in there, by the way. It's another ding. <laughs> Oh, another girl. I didn't yeah. hear. I missed it. So you have a biggest and baddest Toby Keith meet and greet. 47. Oh, you know what? I forgot all about show that. Show dude. Wow. We didn't even know. Yeah. That. 269. What is, tell us about that. Did you meet him or greet him? Uh, Yes. Or did you do both? Both. It's a meet and greet. Yes. But Toby Keith is one of those artists that it's more like a cattle call. You know, you go back. Well, he did want to be a cowboy. Yeah. So you go through a line and, and you meet him. I've met him three times, I think. I met him. Can you do that? What? Like, really, you meet a person once. They don't. I mean, they don't remember you. What I always think well, is funny. I know, but, but well, you should have you you given him watermelon. He wouldn't have forgot you. <laughs> <laughs> I always love it when you go, when I was doing programming at radio stations, and you would do meet and greets, and you would have winners of backstage meet and greets. So you would take them back to meet an artist, and they would be like, I met you six years ago at this county fair, blah, blah, blah. Do you remember me? I mean, they're like, you know what? I were, I, I'm, I'm, I think I do. No, they don't. Well, of yeah. course not. I don't remember at all. So Toby Keith, I'd met him years ago. And then uh, this show here was at Freedom Hall. One of the loudest shows I think I've ever been to. And then I met him again and when he performed at Fort Knox. Hmm. So there was there. This is the show where Jennifer and I realized that we were no longer the young country music loving country concert going people. Because we go to this, we go backstage, we meet Toby Keith, and we come back and we get in our seats. We're we're given to us by the record rep. They're like second section back on the floor, right where the speakers are pointing. After the show, we can't hear anything, and we get back in our minivan to come home, and we're yelling at each other because we can't hear anything. (laughs) And that's when we realized that it, yeah, it was a loud show, and we realized that, you know, we're not what we were used to be when it comes to concerts. Not as good as you once were. Yep. As good as you there once you go. were. Something so, yeah. Toby. You know. If if I ever if I ever got famous and had to do these kind of backstage things, I would just do greets. I wouldn't do the meets. It would just be me going in and be like, Hello everyone and then I would go I would leave. I would only do the meets. You I wouldn't do, greet you. You wouldn't greet. I would be super standoffish as I met you. Okay. <laughs> Give me an example of what that might be like. Oh yes, hi. <laughs> wow that was really you didn't greet me at all yeah i just met you there yeah. there are artists like that there are a bunch of those too would you give like a really limp handshake yeah, limp like, handshake. It's, like it's just like barely in my Sam, hand thank you thank, okay, you thank you thank you so much okay. mm-hmm. not looking him in the eye that that would be sammy kershaw very nice to meet you well sammy 
Kershaw. I do declare it, you little stinker. I fed that. But Sammy Kershaw was probably the rudest and meanest artist I've ever met. Really? Oh, hmm. Just sure it wasn't just you? It, it might have been. But actually, that was when I wore the hat. So maybe I was upset well, because the hat didn't have any shape to you it. Also got, that is funny. That is actually the time I wore the hat. You also got to think Sammy Kershaw is royalty. You know what I mean? Like he's he has a queen of his double wide trailer. That is so he's true. Not gonna uh, just like, yeah. So I equated it to he had been on the road. This was the show at Coyote's Music and Dance Hall, which, you know, for folks around here in, in City Louisville, it was a huge concert venue. He had done five or six straight days on the road and was heading back to Nashville when he did this show. Um, and he was tired and I'm sure, uh, he was not in a great mood. And that's when Sammy Kershaw and Lori Morgan were married, but there were some marital issues. So he was not in the greatest of moods and he didn't want to do meet and greets or any of that stuff, but he just wasn't a great guy. Nice guy. And then you show up with your hat unshaped and, and it's like i'm out here for deal. these guys that can't even get the hat right <laughs> i guess in his defense like i haven't been on the road for six days and i don't want to meet greg so well that's nice should have been mean, a cowboy i gave you an urn of diet coke and have caused me nothing but indigestion <laughs> the entire night again We're i aware. give a man a watermelon as a gift <laughs> as, a, as a great gesture of the labor and the work that we had put into our garden and it backfires. I try to make it up by giving him a, a, a an ice down, not one, but two Diet Cokes. And the response when he opens it is, they're flat. And then he's like, ooh, it tastes good. And then after that, every burp he has, it's my fault. Give a man an inch of rope, he thinks he's a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Please keep giving him things, Greg. Do we have more it's lyrics? Bringing because bringing so much joy. We're, we're an hour into this. I should have been a cowboy. We're approaching John Rogan range. Ride. I'd be wearing my six-shooter, riding my pony on a cattle drive, still in the young girl's hearts, just like Gene Simmons and... <laughs> just like Gene and Roy, singing those campfire songs. Whoa. Should have been a cowboy. Yeah. Should have been a cowboy. Should have been a cowboy. The end. Yeah. What was he instead? Toby? Well, I mean, in, in this scene. Well, he was a country artist, but he was an oil rig. Yeah. Guy. He was, he worked on the oil, Derek. So he was early on in his life. That's what he did. So he was a rigger or whatever they call him. Oh, that's what he legitimately did. Mm -hmm. yeah. But oh. I'm saying is, as the singer of the song, is, is it him? Is this Toby singing the song and admitting he wished he was a cowboy? He, he was the owner of the sweetest permed mullet I've ever seen in my life. If you haven't, you got to check that video out, mm. boy. Mm. You'll get pregnant. Instantly. Yeah. I got pregnant. With twins. Yep. But you won't know it till the day they're delivered. <laughs> they come out, and then you're going to name one Toby and one Keith. That's right. And or one Gene and one Roy. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be beautiful. I wonder if there's any Toby Keith fan that's done that. Name their twins Toby and Keith. Or name two kids Toby and Keith. Is he our first... Uh, Two first named two first artist. named artist that we've done. No that we've way, that's not possible. I'll look that up. You guys talk amongst yourselves. This is an important topic right now. We've got to figure out immediately. Eric's trying not to burp again. It's the Diet Cokes. <laughs> just, it's Agua. Kenny Rogers would be close, but no one is named Rogers. Right, Roger. not the plural. No. So, not there. Um, Johnny Cash. I wouldn't consider that two first names, but people do name their kids Cash nowadays. I have heard that. Yeah. Cash Daniels. That's yep. right. Yep. Um, Charlie Daniels, again, close. Not there. Or Craig Morgan, which we never released that episode, right? Right. It's that in the vault. It's coming out soon. Um, Please. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, this is technically our first uh, two first name guy. So there you go. Big, big time episode for us right now. I think that's enough to ask the question. Yeah, please ask a question. Without discussing NASCAR? Oh, we can talk NASCAR. <laughs> we used to have a, um, a fantasy Good job, NASCAR Kenny. league. The people listening to this are like, gosh, just answer the question. <laughs> and just answer the question. <laughs> and uh, every Sunday, we would watch NASCAR slash nap. <laughs> we would nap. Oh. <laughs> nap hard. Yeah. Start out the race, get a little rubbins racing, mm -hmm. fall asleep. 
Wake up with five laps to go. All right. That was a good time. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing boys. We'll put you asleep within minutes. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. It was the, that's actually my sound machine I sleep to. White noise. Let's see. I've got spa sounds, ocean breeze, and NASCAR. I mean, when NASCAR With was Daryl Waltrip announcing. Yeah. And NASCAR was huge. Nobody knew what happened in the middle of the race. Excuse me, Michael Waltrip. No. No, it was Daryl. Daryl's the one that said boogity, boogity, yep, boogity. That was another nope, one. we got another. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Daryl was the one that did the boogity, boogity, boogity. I always love when they did the, uh, the the lap or two where the announcers didn't talk at all and they were like turn it turn up it up i bought a surround sound system just for that man man you might be a redneck yeah <laughs> yeah that did michael waltrip when he would go through the pits before that was always really funny what? <laughs> he would he would interview people remember oh okay I was asleep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ask Kenny the question. Kenny. You wish you had been a cowboy. No. (laughs) Well, crap. You don't want to, we don't, we're not roping you in on this one. (laughs) No. Hog tying you. No. 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 You'll watch some gun smoke with me. Not happening. Sing a campfire song. Yeah. Go oh, you'll sing a campfire song with Eric, but you won't watch Gunsmoke with me. That's, this, this evaluation is not going to go well tomorrow. You know, I, I should have worn my six shooter mm. and then asked Kenny the question. Yeah. You may have got a different response. <laughs> hey, now, boy. Look, I am out if you guys start ghosting this kitty. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> You're on your own. Well, all right. I guess that's it. Music's playing. Is it? It's We're playing. waiting on one thing. We did it. Good night, Eric. Thanks for listening to Lyrics and Laughs. Please subscribe to and rate our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartMedia, Anchor.fm, TuneIn.com, and your other favorite podcasting platforms. And be sure to share it with your friends. Also look for the Lyrics and Laughs podcast on Twitter and Instagram for sneak peeks into next week's episode. Just search Lyrics Laughs Pod. And if you need more of a Lyrics and Laughs fix, check out our classic country Lyrics and Laughs playlist on Spotify. It is updated weekly and currently features over four and a half hours of country gold. Thank you again for listening to Lyrics and Laughs. We look forward to seeing you again next week for episode number 27.